0: Hello, college fans, and welcome to another edition of College Pick'em with Wes and John. Let me go ahead and get this out of the way at the very beginning of the show. The man at the bottom of the screen, Christian Johnson, it says Wes Pruitt, but it's not. It's Christian Johnson, um, is our new video coordinator, uh, video producer, whatever you want to call him. Uh, he is. will we'll be running our audio uh, podcast page, which is an absolutely awesome addition to the show. Uh, For those of you that are just driving down the road and can't watch. uh, And then also our YouTube page as well. Uh, Thank you very much, Christian, for uh, being a new addition to the show.
1: Glad to be here again for uh, week number two. And I don't know how I got it to say Wes Pruitt down there. I have no idea.
0: Oh, there's only one me, and that's me. Uh, John is up there. John's in the car again. Uh, Luckily, this week he's not parking at Liberty Bowl Memorial Stadium. So we're safe there, um, and hopefully he won't have his radio on. Uh, so,
2: Hang on a second.
0: Okay. Oh, uh, here we go. Uh, Should <laughs> be good week. Uh, John, what did you find interesting from last week in college football?
2: Oh, uh, I found a lot of interesting stuff. Like Notre Dame, you know, is still Notre Dame. They're getting a lot better on offense and a lot better on defense at times too. Yeah, yeah. and I'm still you know kind of disappointed in all these postponings finding out like the middle of the week or toward the end of the week and people are like traveling and
0: whatnot in the middle of it you know yeah yeah you're exactly right john and that was actually one of my points for what was what is interesting going in from last from last week and then going into this week as well uh last week we had a number of games postponed as we know this week we have a total of 15 games uh postponed cancelled. <sighs> Uh, I know the SEC is working to uh, do a deal where uh, the day of their uh, championship game will also be a, a, a day where teams can make up games. I think that's a good idea by the SEC. Uh, what, man, what I find interesting last week, John, and I'll get more into it when we talk about their game today, but Penn State, um, just, just what has happened to that program, I, I don't know. I, and I, and I understand it's a COVID year, so you really well, can't, you know into effect all of it, but Penn State is just very, very interesting to me and very surprising. Go ahead, Christian.
1: Well, that's a, another thing about Tennessee is, well, Penn State and Tennessee, they both have good coaches, and but co, and they're using COVID as an excuse, but all teams are going through COVID. Right. So, you know, I'm sure they'll get a pass this year, but I'm not buying the COVID excuse. But um, anyway, uh, my my surprise last week or – I would have to say Florida. I mean, I think we knew they were a good team, but uh, to beat Georgia the way they did uh, definitely raises some eyes. Uh, will they come back this week and, you know, will they be playing with that same intensity? We'll have to see. But that's a, that's an impressive win. And then Indiana as well.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's uh, that Indiana football team, man, uh, that guy's done a great job at that school. Uh, and, very, also think,
2: and also, I think Minnesota is taking a step back again because of what happened last night against Iowa. Iowa beat them 35-7 to seven at Minnesota.
0: Yeah. Uh, speaking of uh, last night, John, I- I'd like to bring something up that happened in that Cincinnati game. Uh, they're up big. You go for a fake punt. Um, Mike Houston at, at uh, East Carolina was hot. Um, but, you know, in a way, I mean, I I kind of get it, John. I mean, you got to run that play. And, I mean, that's a perfect time to run it if you're a coach. And I know it's kind of a jerk move or whatever, but you got to do it because you got to get some kind of film on what a team does against you on a, on a fake punt. I mean, would you agree or not? Well, I look at it
2: like it's the same thing that BYU did against Texas State.
0: Okay. I, mean,
2: I I'm really not a big fan of it, although maybe they're just trying to practice new stuff. But you're up by like 35 already against East Carolina. There's only seven minutes to go in the game. So the game is already pretty much out of reach anyway.
1: The defense is supposed to, you know, they get – they're supposed to stop people as well. So (laughs) that's – I mean, the offense – I mean, the the defense is going to – Try to stop people, the offense should try to score as well. I mean, that's just my opinion on it.
0: Yeah, I mean, you know, I mean, I, I don't know. I kind of see it both ways. Uh, John, getting ready to bring on uh, here in just a second. Uh, well, hold on. They just well, let just...
2: me bring up another topic that. Okay, go ahead. From last night as well, real quick before we get to our guests. But uh, what about this Iowa coach, 35 to nothing, using three, like, 19 seconds to go in a game
0: all three of his timeouts. <laughs> hey man, Kirk Ferentz uh, is a is a what I think a good football coach. Uh, I mean, he's been in Iowa forever. Uh, Bobby Bowden did that uh, back in his prime, and this is what Bobby Bowden had to say about it. And I consider Bobby Bowden one of the greatest football coaches of all time. Bobby Bowden, I was asked after the game why he burned all three timeouts, and he simply said, "You can't take him to heaven." So I. Yeah. Exactly. John, you ready to bring on the guests for today?
2: I guess, although that we're trying to compete against it, it looks like right. It's all right, man.
0: Now we have Mr. AJ Sturdivant and Drew Barrett. Um, John, do you want to go ahead and introduce these guys?
2: Yeah, they're uh, part of a podcast that they had last year called the PB&J podcast. And I was fortunate to basically be their first guest on that podcast. So, I want to basically return the favor and say, hey, guys, welcome to our podcast of the college football pick of Wes and Johnson. So, welcome, guys.
3: Y'all hear me? Yes, yeah. sir. Wait. What's going on, guys? Oh. <sighs> Not, not much man.
0: man not much uh drew i don't know if you remember me uh a girl named Haley jerpy is my little sister we went to school together uh at rossville back in the day oh
4: oh yeah 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 yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah man i aj tagged you in that post yesterday and i'm like drew barrett there's only one drew barrett that i know and i clicked it and i was like yep that's drew I know. that'd be me <laughs> Well, thank you very much for being on the show, guys. Uh, we have just added Christian Johnson, uh, the guy at the bottom that says West Pruitt. That's not really
1: him. I don't know how that happened,
0: <laughs> but um, we have just added him to our show as well as a uh, like a like a video coordinator. And he's also started a audio podcast for our page as well for listeners that are driving over the road. Uh, it's been a great addition to the show. But guys, uh, just give us a little bit of background on you two, uh, how you guys got started and. Uh, how you enjoyed your little podcast that you did last year?
4: Uh, Well, I've actually been in uh, Sports Talk Radio for seven years now. Started interning at Sports 56 WHBQ my freshman year of college. Uh, Then the next August started um, working as a board op um, slash fill-in producer. Did that for a few years um the last couple years i've been uh the last three and a half years i've been producing every day the uh three to six show um monday through friday uh was uh fishing stats now uh sports time with wallow and stats i okay, uh, also yeah. been doing fill-in host work uh over at sports 56 whbq um between there, I've done multiple podcasts. Um, did a podcast for a couple of years with uh, CJ Hurt, who's now at Grind City Media. Um, and then we decided that we were going to do a podcast after CJ kind of moved on and uh, got too busy. And uh, it's something we always talked about uh, doing, just kind of for fun and just see you know where it took us. And unfortunately, we haven't been able to do one in a while. <laughs> we gave <'cause> it up. <laughs> he's uh, he's in medical school now, so. <laughs> And I'm just working too much. uh, But I'd love to get it back going if we ever had some time. It was just about to take off. We could feel it. (laughs) It was was, (laughs) going.
0: (laughs) Man, and that's, you know, John and I talk, and now Kristen, we talk on a daily basis about the show, man. And one thing I've learned, and I think the other two guys can attest to this as well, is just how much time and effort it really does take. Hmm. I mean, you know, when you're sitting there just watching a podcast or listening to it, you think, man, there's nothing to that. Man, no, there's a lot more to it than that. Yeah, it is. So uh Drew, you also do a show with uh, John Stacy as well, which is a great show.
4: Yeah. Oh, I appreciate it. Yeah, I also um co-host slash gray, produce baby. the blue and gray show. Uh Sundays uh five to seven during Tiger Football season on Sports56 WHBQ. Uh it's it's great. Uh John is definitely a character, one yeah. <laughs> definitely somebody's uh pretty fun to work with. And uh it's it's been great doing that show. I've gotten to meet. Uh, so many of my favorite Tigers growing up, um, you know, I've got to actually become friends, somewhat friends with my favorite Tiger player of all time, Joe Doss, uh, which yeah. is really cool. I've met uh, pretty much anybody of a who's who's Tigers from the late 70s all the way up to up to now. I mean, we've had guys as far back as uh, Lucky Lloyd Patterson, to to name one, uh, to as current as you know, Alan Cross and uh, Joey Magnifico uh on the show um we've had uh riley Patter- uh riley ferguson we've had uh paxton lynch on the show we've had isaac bruce on the show uh russell copeland i mean just anybody who's anybody of tiger football uh, has yeah. done it so we're slowly starting to kind of run out of the who's whose names but that's always <laughs> a great thing uh when you're entering year six uh and another thing that i do do uh that I uh, do just want to say i also do um Play by play and color analysis for uh, Memphis Tiger softball, so I don't want to forget baby. that for the Tiger Sports Network. <laughs> very
0: cool, very yeah. cool. Yeah, uh, I actually work with Joe Doss. I worked with the uh, haunted web before, haunted house for a few yeah. years, mm-hmm. and Joe was involved in that with us uh, working security. It was a lot of fun working with him. Super oh, great guy. Uh, super great guy, man. Very very classic guy. Uh, guys, we uh, we are doing. We're starting two new segments this week. Uh, first, of first. Of well, your background check. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. My bad.
4: What is your background and all that? Yeah, my uh, bad. So,
3: he's already got the uh podcast covered up, but uh yeah, I mean not really uh not really much much in the, nothing else to add to uh the podcast stuff, but uh yeah, born and raised in Memphis, huge Tiger fan. Um when he we kind of both came up with the idea to do it and he had all the resources for it, so we said let's do it. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that's it.
0: Um, We're starting a segment, uh, actually two new segments on the show called Who's Hot, Who's Not, and that's just basically uh, a team that's hot, a team that's not right now in college football, and then also uh, my personal favorite, Kristen came up with the name, but it's uh, spicy or icy, and that is uh, a coach uh, whose seat's a little hot and a coach whose seat's really not. Uh, So guys, give me uh, just a couple of teams and a couple
4: of coaches uh, who's, who's hot, who's not, and who's spicy or icy. Um. Well, do you want me? Do you want me to start? Yeah, you go for it. Okay. Um. His I'll, I'll start with the spicy one because that's the one that kind of came to my head uh, right away, <clears throat> uh, and I, I think that it's a little premature. But if if you read some of the the local reporters uh, from around Blastford, Virginia, uh, you know Justin Fuentes is kind of starting to get uh, his hot uh, his seat a little bit spicy, especially coming off that loss against uh, Liberty last week and i think it's too pretty i think it's real uh premature uh also another guy whose seat should be a lot spicier than i think it is i think tom herman uh, at texas I-, I don't think that it's really worked out as well as they would have liked um yeah a- eventually he's got to get that program turned completely around I-, I know they had a few close losses but it's just texas football just isn't really there uh back yet and uh as far as i see uh, i mean the guy who's got the most cushiony job right now uh he's got to be luke fickle i mean what he's done at cincinnati uh i don't think they'll ever want him to leave or ever ask him to go anywhere they'll want to keep him as long as possible uh and from everything that i've heard he he looks to be unless ohio state and ryan day don't work out he looks to be at cincinnati for a long time so that'd be who's icy and spicy for me
3: yep I would. Uh, he kind of took my uh, icy one a little bit with uh, Herman. I uh, I am a, sort of a Longhorn fan myself, but uh, yeah, he's uh, not looking too hot. And I'd say uh, I'd say for spicy, this will uh, be good for us. But um, uh, Sam Pittman, I mean, he's you know I know you know obviously their record what, the three and three and three now is that what yeah. it is? Yeah. But I mean, he's I, I mean he's got them playing hard. They look a lot better than what they did, and so I think. I don't know. I, I think they might have found their guy with him.
0: Yeah, I, I, I mean, I completely agree. And just to give you a little background on the sign, uh, and I do it every week. Uh, but uh, I'm li- currently living in Crossville, Arkansas, um, married to an Arkansas alum. Uh, so I'm, you know how it is. You get married, you got to. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and I mean, you know, when they brought in Chad Morris, I'm not going to lie, I was excited. Uh, just because I, I like Chad Morris. I think he's a good play caller. Obviously, he sucks as a. <laughs> we figured that out pretty quick at Arkansas. But, yeah, I mean, the job that Sam Pittman done, is, and, and Kristen as well, he's a big Hog fan. Uh, the job that Sam Pittman has done, and I called it on our pregame, uh, you know, when we just broke everything down preseason, uh, he's going to turn out to be the hire that is the best hire this offseason, I think, college football around. Uh, if you look at the uh, the coordinators that he brought in, Kendall Browse and uh, Barry Odom, If he can hold on to those guys, I think he can get Arkansas back to where Bobby Petrino had him and maybe even more.
4: Yeah, Uh, it's very, very, very true. I think uh, the addition of Barry Odom, uh, why he didn't work out at Missouri for him. uh, We all know how great of a coach he is. Heck, he was almost the University of Memphis's coach uh, on a plane (laughs) headed for Memphis until Missouri called and told him to turn back around. Uh, but, yeah, I, I think if you can keep those guy, guys in-house, then it'll definitely work out. That's the only problem is trying to keep keep somebody like Barry Odom who has head coaching experience, who actually did have somewhat of a decent head coaching uh, resume when, when yeah. he was in Missouri. Uh, so that's going to be the biggest question is how long he stays.
2: Hey AJ, with you being a Texas fan as well as a Memphis fan, what about your Tom Herman? Are you on that hot seat with the board? I mean,
4: he –
3: I don't know, man. I mean, he. I, I think, you know, with with this season being how it is, you know, I don't think there's going to be too many people on, you know, say like a, a hot seat very much. I don't. I don't think there's going to be a lot of job openings. Um, so I do think I do think he's in for next year. Um, but I mean, after next year, you just got to start asking. You got to start asking yourself the question: what's what's going to be good enough to stick around? You know what I mean? Like mediocre is, or just slightly above mediocre, isn't going to be good enough for Texas. So. You know, I think yeah, but I do think he'll be I think I think he'll be there next year for sure.
0: Yeah, I mean, like like we were talking last week, you know, with this COVID season, I mean, I think there's gonna be a lot of coaches that probably could be fired that just won't be just because of yeah, you know, not money that's out going there. On. Right, exactly. Exactly. But then you look at Gary Anderson got canned at Utah State. I hey
2: was yes. go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, Jeremy Pruitt, you
3: know, he, he probably should be, but he, he won't he won't be either. And I forgot him on the ice. Yeah, end. I did too. So, just throw that out there first. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, it's a it's a, yes. no pun intended, but it's a dumpster fire up there. Oh, yeah,
3: it's bad. And yeah. I love it.
2: See, in my opinion, did y'all see where that seven assistant coaches decided not to take a pay cut at Tennessee? Yeah,
1: I saw that. I think they have something internally going on there.
4: I can see that. It, it's definitely a mystery, especially of how many layoffs and furloughs that college football has had. Um, you know, with the university, I can only speak from the University of Memphis point of view. Uh, a lot of the people that got got laid off or, or furloughed or basically fully laid off. Uh, I knew those people. They were, they were great people. Um, you know, have worked really hard for the university for not just years, but decades. And it, it really hit a lot of, us especially in the industry of well if it can take those people's jobs who have been loyal um proud employees of the university of memphis then how much longer is it until it trickles down to me until it trickles down to even further more people and that's what kind of makes me a little upset about them not wanting to take the pay cut i I get it It, it's tough times for everybody and everybody needs to be you know kind of looking out for themselves first and foremost But if you have the opportunity to take a pay cut and save somebody's job who you might not even know, but I bet you their job affects those assistant coaches job I I, I can 100% agree Uh, a bet that if there's somebody in that football athletic department that gets furloughed due to them not wanting to take a pay cut that's going to affect their job whether it's stats uh, gathering whether it's you know film work whether I mean just anything of the everyday activities go in the athletic department that's going to affect them and I, I just think it's a little selfish I, you know I, we don't know the exact numbers of what the pay cut would have been but it's knowing people that have gotten furloughed like that it does kind of sting a little bit more.
2: Kelsey where same craft is a graduate assistant at Tennessee right
3: now. Yeah you told me that John that's that's crazy. mm mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, I mean I I got I mean I got no quanders about that. I mean, hey, if you want to go further in your career and, and and you happen to go to Tennessee, it, it is what it is to me. I mean, I, I get it. I trust me, I'm going die. I I hate Tennessee with every ounce I hate in my mind. <laughs> but uh, you know, I mean I get it. You know, hey, you know, who who knows? Five, ten years down the road, he may be at Memphis as a top of Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh that's
3: yeah, definitely good decision for him. I don't mind it. Yeah.
4: I mean, now if you went straight through there when you're still playing, that's a different thing. Yeah, it's yeah, a totally a different thing. And, uh, uh, yeah,
0: yeah. I was getting ready to St. Barton. Um, John, what you got, man? What? What? I thought you were getting ready to say something, John. You're driving down the road. Say before
2: we to our picks, <laughs> AJ and Drew, give us your top five memories of Memphis football. We all growing up.
4: Oh, top five. Top five growing up so like do we have a cutoff time like can we be in college
0: yeah last year cotton Bowl was cutoff
4: time okay so last year cotton (laughs) Bowl doesn't count um (laughs) in no particular order um i'd have to say uh man man, this is a tough one my
3: number one is gonna be old miss 2015 for
4: sure in there
3: so that was uh yeah we were we were front row Right in the student section. So that's definitely number one for and me. very glad we didn't when we jumped over the leg didn't break our legs. Yeah. So 2nd <laughs> gotta be game day uh last year. Um for me and just that whole experience really. Um yeah. game day and then the game included. Um I'd say uh I'm trying to think. May UCLA, would you put UCLA in there? Mm-hmm. I I really I, I wanna I would wanna put UCLA in there, but I like I remember even before that game, like I really did think we were gonna win that game. Like I was like, no, we we should we should like we should beat them. We should handle them. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I I, I don't know if I put that in like a shocker
0: category. I guess. I don't uh, know. That was a big win. That I mean that was a man. big that that was a big win. I mean just uh, I don't know if it was the win. I think it was more of just how we won. I mean it was a pretty dominating.
4: Yeah. League. They in, made in my, the chosen Rosen look average. Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah that guy's a bomb. Anyway,
4: go ahead. Do you have any more before I go? No, I, I, well, I'd say just not really, like, a certain,
3: like, game. Um, but I'd say just I remember when me and John used to go to the games and we were terrible. And uh, <laughs> mid, you know, or it really, you know, when Tommy West, back into his era and we were not doing too good and then into Larry Porter, but uh, just going to the games, sitting with them and, uh, you know, their family. And then, uh, like, I remember the Tennessee game would always be around the fair. You know they used to have the Mid South Fair right there, and so I just say like that—that that in general. That's a Ole Miss a, game.
4: Was Ole Miss? I thought it was, it was Ole Tennessee. Miss. Ole Miss starting the first week. We go, you go to yep. Ole Miss game at kickoff, then you go to the fair, and then we go to Liberty Land. Come on.
0: Yep. Because and, you always got in free with your ticket stub from the game.
3: Yes. Was it, They used to. Have, I thought it was like during the middle of the season. It was, no, was, was, was
0: weekend. Always, always first game of the year. Yep. Uh, yeah. Okay. Well, that was Ole Miss, but uh, yeah. So that was. I'd say that. <laughs>
2: September also.
0: What John? I said I
2: always thought it was like the middle of September also awesome for
4: some reason. We oh, up- first week, first week, Labor uh, oh, Day weekend. Yep. Because it was always hotter than you know what. <laughs> <laughs> um, some 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 that he didn't he didn't mention. Um, I, I'd have to say um, one the the first bowl game I ever got to go to, I got to go to the GMAC Bowl. Uh, it, it's memorable, maybe not for all the right reasons. Uh, you know, I remember raining, how badly it was raining down there in Mobile. Um, we were sitting catty corner of the, of the end zone. And I was, I could still to this day, remember the play that D'Angelo hurt his leg on in that ball game. Uh, it was a, a sweep to the right. He, he's starting to turn up field and gets his legs taken out from under him. I'm probably like 20 yards. From it, can see it uh, perfectly there. Uh, Another bowl game experience that uh, always sticks out in my mind would probably be the Motor City Bowl. Um, Not just for the game for D'Angelo breaking the record or, you know, actually beating Akron, uh, but my favorite part of that memory is the fact that uh, that was the day after Christmas. We were up around, up in uh, Northeast Kentucky. Uh, where my mother's from visiting family up there and I begged my dad to to go to the game because Detroit was only I think like five hours away and I was like dad we we'll are already be halfway up there and he's like no we're going to see your family going to see family going to see family uh, wake up on Christmas morning and uh, underneath the tree are Motor City Bowl tickets and it was just such a great surprise and cool thing and got to go to the game with my dad and brother and and just remember how cold it was in Detroit. I mean, goodness gracious, Detroit in the middle of December is not a place you really want to be outside at. Um, so that that's definitely one that uh, always ranks up high there. Um, another one would, you know, you got the uh, SMU um, game day in there, Ole Miss. Um, let me try to think of
2: voters, Come on, guys. Uh Win against
0: Tennessee. Tennessee. Oh, I mean, that, that's any Memphis fan that that doesn't have Tennessee is top three. I don't even consider him a Memphis fan. Go ahead. Well,
4: I, w- I was two years old in '96, yeah, so. So. <laughs> so I can't. Right. Yeah, I, I can't okay. say that. In okay. memory. Okay. I was two.
0: So. Touche, All right, I take back my statement for y'all. Okay,
3: love. all right. Thank so, you. <laughs> the highlights on YouTube look good. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um. What? I mean, do I still claim it and make fun of Tennessee fans for it? Absolutely. Of but every change you get. Fun, uh, actually, fun little facts about that. Uh, my family has a uh, has like a piece of the goalpost from that game, and it's signed really? by because uh, our cousin played for the Tigers, and it's signed <laughs> by all the players.
4: That is awesome. So,
3: yeah,
4: yeah. yeah I'll, I'll, I will throw see. in a Tennessee memory. Um, and this is also just like more, just like a parcel thing than uh, than actual what happened in the game. Uh, it's one of the reasons why I've, I've always considered doing radio. Um, so I think it was 2004, uh, ten, Memphis at Tennessee, D'Angelo decides he's too hurt, not going to play, and Joe Doss gets a start. We lose the game 21-17. Now, for anybody that's young and has always thought that every game has always been on on TV and been able to be watched, uh, back in those days, that wasn't always the the possibility and uh i remember we had just moved into a new house out in Fayette county and um you know the game wasn't on tv so my dad had us uh, out there doing yard work and we had the game on multiple different radios throughout the throughout the backyard that way you could always hear the game regardless of where it was and i just remember thinking man this sucks just having to listen to it and not be able to be there or watch it and i said If the radio guy gets to go to every game, that's what I want to do. So that's one thing reason why I got in this business. I really thought about it at a younger age is because I never wanted to miss a game. And if the radio guy gets to be there, then I want to be there. But it was a great game. Probably should have won. If if D'Angelo – nothing against my boy Joe Doss, like I said, favorite player of all time. Uh, But if D'Angelo plays, we definitely win that game.
0: Uh, Is that the game where – Joe Doss just had a coming-out party against UT. Yeah. We were up we were up, uh, 17-14, and they hit a touchdown in the back of the end zone.
4: Yeah, lost 21-17. Uh, Joe actually, ran for over 100 yards. And like I said, nothing against Joe. He's my boy. But if D'Angelo probably would have played, Joe probably still would have ran for 80, and D'Angelo would have ran for 200.
0: <laughs> yeah, quick fact about that game. A, I was at that game.
4: Really? Yeah, B, Same here. Yeah, <laughs> yep, John was there
0: too. And B, I believe that game was actually played on pay-per-view that year. I believe oh, okay. if I remember correctly, but it was like
4: I guess we didn't get the channel or something. It <laughs> was
0: like fifty dollars for one game. I mean it, it, oh. it, it, it yeah. game, it wasn't that big.
2: <laughs> uh that, go ahead and oh, go S- ahead, John channel back in the day. What? Or it could have been on that Comcast CSS channel. I, mean, I, I
0: would have known that one. The no, it was, this was way before the Comcast CSS channel. Yeah. Uh, Christian, do you want to go ahead and uh, get into today's games? Yeah, sure. Okay. All right, so what we're going to do it, guys, is uh, Christian's going to give his pick, and then y'all will give your pick, and then John and I will give ours. And we're just going to – what we're going to do is we'll flip-flop around. So it'll be like first time be like John versus AJ, me versus Drew, and then we'll –
1: all right, Okay. First game I'm going to do Arkansas Florida. Arkansas coming in at three and three. Florida four and one. Florida's picked to win by seventeen. That's the line. And I do think Arkansas will cover. I just don't think they'll. I don't think they'll pull out the win. I think if it rains today, they're expecting weather, bad weather, that might give Arkansas a better chance. But I just don't see the Hogs pulling it out. I hope they do, but I'm not seeing it. Oh, yeah,
4: 17. 17. So we're picking against the spread, right? So if I take Arkansas, yeah. that's I get the plus seventeen. Okay, just
2: one. Correct,
0: sure.
4: exactly.
2: Yep.
0: Well, I'll go ahead and do this one since I'm a hog fan. John does not like them. Uh, I
2: want to hey, get to people's eyebrow again.
0: Okay. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, John picked against them a couple weeks back, and my wife gave him the best rock people's uh, eyebrow I've seen probably since <laughs> the day. Um, give me. Ah, see my. The ring of my finger wants to take Arkansas to win. Um, give me the hogs cover. cover. Uh, I think the cover, I don't think uh, Kyle Pitts is, I mean, uh, uh, Trask. Kyle Trask is just nasty. I mean, the guy's putting up Heisman numbers. He's this version of, uh, this year's version of Joe Burrow, in my opinion. Uh, Kyle Trask is incredible. Of course, uh, Pitts is out. Uh, I believe he had a concussion last week. Really? Concussion protocol. Uh, As of the middle part of this week, I believe. Uh, I just think Florida's got too many weapons. Uh, I'm really interested to see how Barry Odom attacks this Florida offense and what kind of holes he can find. Of course, we know Sam Pittman will not be on the sidelines today. He tested positive for COVID-19. Barry Odom will be the interim head coach this week, Uh, and I think Barry will do fine in that role. Um, Like I said, give me Arkansas to cover, but I think Florida's
1: going to get the W. And Arkansas will score points. They're going to score points today, but I just don't think they'll it'll be enough. No, I don't think so either.
4: I yeah. turn. Yeah, go ahead, Drew. All right. Um, I don't really want to just waste time and add too much. I think both of y'all ride on, ride on it. Uh, I'm going to take Arkansas plus a 17. I actually think it's going to be a lot closer than, than y'all. I think it's going to be about a one or two score game, maybe around mm-hmm. the seven or ten, just of how much uh, familiarity um you know Felipe Franks has with that field has with uh that type of atmosphere even though there aren't going to be as many fans out there and I think Barry Odom's defense is just it's been on a roll uh regardless of who they've asked to step up they've always done it and uh without Kyle Pitts there for Kyle Trask kind of his safety net I, I think he's going to make a few more mistakes than we're used to he's not going to have that check down Tight end route to always go to with pits. Um, so I, I see Trash making a few mistakes, maybe especially throwing the deep ball. And, uh, but Florida ultimately just has too many weapons. Like y'all said, I think they win, but it's going to be a lot closer, uh, than, than 17. I, I, I suggest Florida wins probably by seven. Me? So,
3: uh, I'll say, uh, Hey, I was gonna media take Arkansas line. to cover. Nah, but yeah, I don't. I don't like the way y'all are talking about it. So, uh, and they're they're at the they're they're at Florida at the swamp. So I'm gonna go. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna take Florida. I think they're like you said. Trask is, dude's a beast. Um, you know, but then I do think you know I'm, I'm gonna take Florida. I'm gonna take Florida. Don't say guess yourself. No, I'm not. Worried. I'm taking Florida.
2: <laughs> Arkansas to cover, guys.
4: <laughs>
1: <laughs> All right.
4: All
3: right,
2: next game,
1: Wake Forest coming in four and two at North Carolina at five and two. North Carolina favored by 14. That's the spread there. I think Wake Forest covers that, but they they come up short. It, it will be a good game, a lot closer than I think most people think. Uh, North Carolina, in my opinion, is a little overrated, um, but that'll be a good game. Wake Forest will should keep that
2: one close. I think Wake Forest will definitely cover as well, Christian. I think the key to that game will probably be the running game for Wake Forest. You know, they've been pretty good all year with the running the football. But I think it's just, that's the key going into this game against North Carolina. North Carolina has been up and down all year long. Their defense gives up a lot of points. But I think Wake Forest will definitely cover the 14 at North Carolina. AJ?
3: Yeah, I'd say uh... – I've seen a few North Carolina. I haven't seen much of uh, Wake Forest, but like you said, John, North Carolina is kind of up and down. You know, they'll look great and they won't look as good. So, I, I, 14 sounds like a lot. So, yeah. I'll take Wake Forest to, to cover that.
0: Uh, give me uh, give me Wake Forest to actually win this football game, guys. Uh, I think Wake Forest is, is not a bad team at all. Uh, and like you said, I mean, like we've all said, North Carolina's had up and down weeks, and I think this is a week that they're down. And uh, give me way for us to win this game. Uh, I'll, give me way for us by three.
4: All right. Uh, this is going to be uh, my zig when everybody else zags type of game <laughs> for me because uh, in my picking uh, expertise uh, that we do every week uh, on, on sports time, when when we have a, a show lock or uh, everybody's on the agreement, we always seem to lose. So uh, gonna this is going to be my, my zig when everybody else zags. I'll go North Carolina to cover. Uh, I personally don't like
1: the pick, but I'll do it just to be different. (laughs) Gotcha. All right. Next game. This is surprising. Six and one Miami at four and three Virginia Tech. Virginia Tech's favored by two. I think Miami just flat out wins that game.
2: Uh,
1: I just don't, you know, they had a scare last week against NC state and, that was a game. Typically in the past, they would they would lose, but they found a way to win. I think they'll be ready to go. Virginia Tech lost to Liberty last week. Who, you know, their Liberty's a good team, but I just don't see I don't see them beating Miami this week.
0: Yeah, I think when you look at Miami, of course, the number one thing you 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 look at is the King. Uh, yeah. Personally, I'm not a De'Eric King fan. Uh, I I just don't think he's that impressive of a quarterback. That's just my opinion. Uh, I think when you look at Virginia Tech, they got beat last week by a Hugh Freeze team that's a good football team. Uh, I think Virginia Tech's going to bounce back this week. Give me Virginia Tech to win this game. I don't like Miami. I'm not a fan of Derek King. Uh, and I don't like Manny Diaz. Mm-hmm. Well, that was
4: uh,
0: oh, I'll go
2: with, I'm going to go with Miami, although I just found out they're without 13 players tonight. Against Virginia 13 players? Yeah, I just found out on my East. Twitter feed. But, uh, oh, wow. yeah, without 13 players, I think, like, four of them are starters.
0: But, and man, don't uh, be, don't don't be uh, Twittering and driving now. We got <laughs> <to> the <laughs> house,
2: John. <laughs> but uh, I think wrong team favored. Blacksburg is a tough place to play at. But Miami will definitely pull it out in the long run.
0: And, John, you messed up the rotation. But go ahead.
4: Nate, my turn?
0: Yeah, yeah go ahead.
2: Right. Um. <clears throat>
4: I'm, I'm going to take Virginia Tech. I think Justin Valente is too good of a coach to lose back-to-back weeks. Uh, especially uh, like y'all said, Liberty is a good team, but uh, on paper and for average college football fans, that's an embarrassing game to lose. And Justin Valente has too much pride and too much respect for himself and his personnel uh, to let that happen in back-to-back weeks. And for all the people out there. It's, you know, the use back, the, the, this is where it's coming from. You know, this is, it's. it we're, we're slowly setting back. I, I still don't buy it. Uh, they're going to have to put a lot more uh, games in a row for, and actually be extremely impressive for me to believe it. Uh, so give me the Hokies.
3: I, I, will, uh, I will second that. I'm going to go with the Hokies also. Um, I, Miami just, uh, being at Virginia Tech, and I don't think uh, – Kind of like you said, Wes, I'm not a – I don't know. I'm not sold on Miami yet, so I'll take the Hokies.
1: All right. Three and three TCU at four and three West Virginia. West Virginia favored by three. Uh, I can see West Virginia winning that game. I think they'll cover. You know, TCU will give them a game for a while, but West Virginia will pull away. You know, they all they had a scare last they almost beat Texas last week. I know TCU had beat Texas this year. Um, so I can definitely see that one being very close, but I do think West Virginia covers
2: there. Go ahead, John. West Virginia's at home. Tough place to play at again. Although Gary Patterson always has a good win under his belt. Ever since he's been a good ever since he's been to TCU head coach, he always wins one. He's not expected
3: to win one. But West Virginia is too much at home. I will also second that one. I'm going to go West Virginia also. Uh, Really, honestly, just because West Virginia's at home, um, I don't know how many, you know, I'm sure they're letting in a a good amount of fans or a little bit of fans. So I'm going to take West Virginia.
0: Yeah, uh, Neil Brown's done an amazing job at West Virginia. Uh, I think he's a great football coach. Uh, Of course, you know, like we talked about Gary, uh, down there at TCU uh, does an amazing job. Uh, give, me, give me TCU in this game. Uh, I think this is going to be a very interesting game in the Big 12 today. Uh, give me TCU.
4: Uh, I, I'm, I'm with you on that one, Wes. Uh, I'm going to take TCU. Uh, I think Gary Patterson uh, is just too good of a coach while uh, West Virginia's had a decent, decently good season. Like you said, almost beat uh, Texas last week. Uh, I think Gary Patterson is going to figure out a way to to win this one, so I'll take the Horned Frogs as well.
1: All right. Interesting game today, 0-3 Penn State, favored by three and a half at 0-2 Nebraska. I, I don't see Penn State losing four in a row. You know, they better win this game is all I got to say. They, they don't need to start 0-4. I think they'll cover. Uh, I don't think Nebraska is very good um and apparently Penn State's very over was very overrated beginning this year they started ranked i believe in the top 10 and now they're sitting at 0 and 3 so this is a game that you know i don't see him get their coach get franklin getting fired in a covid year but i still believe this is an important game for them
0: oh it's a this is a huge game today in the big 10
1: uh you know
0: uh, I know there was a there, there was a quarterback uh, change this week for Scott Frost. He brings in McCaffrey. Uh, if we go back and look at the game last week, there was a lot more spark out of that Nebraska offense with with McCaffrey under center. Uh, give me Nebraska in this game. Uh, I, I just think Penn State's got too much too many issues going on right now. Don't get me wrong. Uh, I really enjoyed watching them last year in the Cotton Bowl. Uh, every every single one of their fans was super nice, super classy. Uh, gave them a lot of credit. And just the fact that they gave Memphis credit after that game really just boosted my confidence in their fan base. Um, But give me Nebraska today. uh, Penn State's going to be at 4
4: You're exactly right. Uh, Wes, uh, the Penn State people last year in Dallas were just phenomenal. And, you know, uh, some of the words they said to me is like, man, y'all actually had us really worried. I mean, we we never were confident that we were going to win this game going into it or until the final whistleblower where we – that confident about it even though the score kind of did get away from the tigers there at the end um but this matchup would have looked a been a lot better in 1997 uh than yeah. it in 2020 it been, uh, definitely a game day game would have been uh the primetime game on abc now i'm sure you uh have to watch it on espn plus plus fs1 97 uh in order to get this game uh, oh, but it's this is
0: actually on Fox Sports One today. Go ahead. Okay. <laughs> uh,
4: but uh, this is actually uh, my lock of the week last uh, on the show yesterday. Um, I, I think James Franklin can't lose four in a row, and uh, Scott Frost still, like you said, did have a little bit more going with McCaffrey at quarterback last week. Uh, Penn State needs this one; they know it, and they're going to get it done. They they win.
2: Yeah, we, I think. I think Penn State wins for their running back as well because their running back, you know, I don't know if y'all saw this or not, but he did. Oh yeah. Have like a heart condition now he can't play football no more. Oh, he wow. Has a pressure in the Cotton Bowl against us if, if I'm not mistaken. But I think they, I think they rally against their neatly lines. I think Nebraska might put up a fight for like three quarters, but I think Penn State pulls it out late to cover.
0: Oh yeah, if you go back and look at that cotton bowl, John, Johnny Brown's the reason P- Penn State won that game. Johnny oh, Brown goodness. and that big Gronkowski tight end guy. I say, the tight
3: end was ridiculous. <laughs> oh
0: my gosh, was, yeah. He, he
3: he was he was as a man amongst boys in that game. Ridiculous. Uh yeah, I'm gonna take the nitty lines. I, I don't think I don't think they're gonna keep this losing streak going. I think they're gonna pull it out. Um I didn't know that about what John was saying. So I think that just kind of adds to it. But yeah, I don't see James Franklin losing another one. So. Mm-hmm.
1: All right. We got three and O Indiana favored by seven at, Mich- at one and two Michigan State. You know, Michigan State had the big win against Michigan, I, but I don't see them beating Indiana. I think Indiana's coming into this game rolling. And, you know, I, the, the Indiana could win out until they get to Ohio State. I personally believe that that may be their only loss this year. Uh, give me Indiana to cover that. Yeah, give me
0: Indiana as well. Uh, they're 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 on a the roll right now. Indiana Big.
4: Yeah, e- easy pick. Uh, Michigan State. While they did have the good win at Michigan, uh, we we know that Michigan State's really not that good, and now we know Michigan's not very good. Uh, so Indiana, I, I think, wins by double digits.
3: Just because I uh, know who John's going with, I'm going to go Michigan State um, Spartans. Uh, uh, yeah, I, 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 I'm not giving much faith to Indiana
2: Spartans. I think Tim Al is the coach of the year in the Big Ten right now, and uh, Indiana will definitely cover the seven. Three hundred yards passing today. Let's go. Oh, okay. You're throwing out some uh, <laughs> throwing out some uh, guarantees. Okay, go ahead.
1: Yeah, 300 yards fast. Wes, did you – you've already went, right?
0: Oh, yeah, in Indiana big. I think Indiana just school crushes them today. It's
2: going to be ugly. Mm-hmm. I mean, no Tucker is going to get them going at Michigan State eventually,
0: but it's going to take at least three years. It ain't going to be this year. Uh, State, I mean, Dennis uh, – what was his name? Dennis, the – the. you are who you, you say you are, that guy, that's
1: who yeah. they are. <laughs> so, yeah um, – we got a very exciting game. Vanderbilt, 0 and 5, playing 2 and 4, Kentucky. Kentucky favored by 17 and a half. I don't like, I think that's a little too much. I do think Vandy will cover. They played Mississippi State pretty well last week. Um, and in a game, I still don't understand how they uh, barely lost to AM at the first game of the year. But Vandy's a bad football team. They're going to lose, but. I do think it'll be closer than that, 17 and a half. What time does this game start? 11. What,
0: what channel is it on? SC Network. I will not be watching that channel. I won't watch it. <laughs> <laughs> this is going to be, I, I mean, uh, if you want to take a nap, folks, uh, we're in about <laughs> a half hour, this will be the game to watch. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's like watching two 95 year old men fight. Uh, give me give me Kentucky, but I don't know that Kentucky can beat anybody by 17 and a yeah. Yeah,
4: half. That's, that's the biggest question. Uh, you know, Terry Wilson coming back this year, he thought that that was going to add some firepower, especially off of a really good uh, eight win uh, Kentucky team last year that I think came out of nowhere. And uh, maybe we overhyped him. Maybe we thought Terry Wilson was going to come back and be 100%. He just hasn't shown it this year. He hasn't lived up to what he did in 2018. Uh, and plus anybody knows me and knows that I love Derek Mason. I would, when that man <laughs> speaks, I would run through a brick wall for him. Now, unfortunately I'm not smart enough to get into Vanderbilt, so I'll never be able to prove that, but I'm going to go Vandy. I think Kentucky wins, but Hey, anchor down. Let's go.
0: I'm also a big fan of Derek Mason. Uh, I mean, really, if you, if you look at the job he's done at Vanderbilt with what he's had to work with, mm-hmm. he's done everything he could do. I mean, yeah, we saw Jamie Franklin win there, but I, I don't know that you can win it, Bandy. I he had two
1: non-win resources.
4: seasons. You don't have the money. You don't have the support. It's, yeah, it's support. If you don't, if the university fan base alumni doesn't support you and you would have, have the, for sure, the worst facilities, worst equipment, worst everything in the SEC, uh, you're just not going to be able to get it done. He, he can't compete. He's fighting an uphill battle. And I, I respect him so much for just how passionate he, he is yeah. for the players in that program. That's why I love Derek Mason. I just wish the university would actually give a damn about football or about anything yeah. other than baseball. Because I mean, they got Jerry Stackhouse. Uh, there's their head coach in basketball, and they the the their their heart their pulse for that is just barely uh, above dead. So I, I just wish that university could do so much, especially there in the med, uh, Nashville metro area. Uh, just so much money around that they, if they would just get off their butts and actually try to do something in athletics instead of just the academia part, then they could be something. And, but the sad part about it is they just don't want to do it.
0: Completely agree. 150%. Is that yeah. everybody?
2: John, did you go? I'm, call, I'm calling Kentucky 35 to 10.
3: Yeah. Oh, right, boy. I'll uh, 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 score. We were uh, talking, uh we were actually talking the other day about, uh, Tennessee schedule and if they were going to win another game, and we both said probably Vanderbilt. Maybe Vandy. And mm-hmm. yeah, maybe Vandy. And I would I would say yes. And seeing as how Kentucky curb stomped Tennessee, I got to take Kentucky in this one. That's Man. a good pick. I love
1: next, g- next, next game, six and one Army at four and four to lane. Tulane, favored by three points. Uh I see Army uh just flat out winning that game. I think they will be too much for Tulane. It'll, you know, three points. I think that's just because it's at Tulane, but
2: I like Army to cover and win. John, go ahead. That's a toss-up. It really is because Tulane's been playing some decent ball lately, and uh, they're holding on to some leads also the last two ball games, I believe. But Army's got too much time in possession, I think, against Tulane's offense. And they're going to keep Tulane's offense off the field. Army will definitely cover and
3: win. Yeah, I could see. Uh, I'm going to take Army with the uh, with the uh, the win also. Um, the only reason I say that, like, I don't see if Tulane wins, I think it's going to be really close. But I could also, I could, if Army wins, I think they could win by ten. So, give me Army.
0: Give me uh give me Tulane by two touchdowns in this game. Wow. Uh uh I think uh I think this Tulane offense, I mean, as we know as Memphis fans, we've seen it. Uh they they can score points uh and they can do it in a hurry on you. Uh give me give me Tulane in this game, Drew.
4: Uh I'm with you, Wes. Uh just like what I talked about with uh Derek Mason, I think Willie Fritz uh, has uh succeeded, uh through the ceiling. The At Tulane with what he has to deal with, also still has to deal with the academic, demia type of side with it. Um, I don't think they're 100% there yet, but they're definitely a lot better than they used to be. Uh, And I'll definitely buy into a coach that has reached his ceiling and gone above it. Uh, So I'll take Tulane in this one.
1: Okay. Next game two and five, middle Tennessee at six and O Marshall, the spread 24 and a half. Ah, that's that's high. I think middle Tennessee covers that. That's you know, middle Tennessee coming in two and five, not very impressive, but I see I can see them covering that for sure.
0: Middle Tennessee won't cover that. Marshall's got a heck of an offense this year. Uh, I think Marshall will win this game by 35 points.
1: Oh, okay.
0: <laughs> Go ahead. Uh,
4: yeah, I, I, I'm with you on, on that emotional day. Um, at, at Marshall, obviously the 50th anniversary of the plane crash um, that devastated that program. You know, we all know the story. Probably most of us have definitely seen the movie We Are Marshall. Um, real heavy heart type of day remembering that and uh, while I love Tommy West being the online coach at, at MTSU, uh, I think they're a decent football team uh, but there's no way Marshall loses this game and they just stomp them out, uh, Marshall by big.
2: That's another coach that might be looking for another job in Middle Tennessee. I think Soxville has done an amazing job in the 15 years they has been there, but I think Middle Tennessee just wants to have like a change at the end of the year and bring somebody young in to replace them because this, the Conference USA is getting better with these decent younger coaches also. But uh, yeah, Marshall's got too many points and it is an emotional day, but Marshall will definitely covered at twenty
0: four. John, are you moving? That same tree's been behind you for like ten minutes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm parked. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna. Uh,
3: so, so everybody went with uh, Marshall so far. Yeah. uh twenty four and a half. that sounds like a lot. That sounds like a lot. So I'm gonna say. Uh, I'm gonna say. Uh, give me Milton to see. I don't. I don't yeah. think it's
1: gonna happen.
2: Okay, Lee Corso. Mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Okay.
1: My <laughs> not so fast <laughs> Oh and O Western Carolina at 7 and0 Liberty Liberty favored by 32 and a half I know western it's their first game of the year so they're probably going to be a little rusty I think uh Western Carolina covers that. I don't think Liberty's going to win by 32 and a half uh, you know they better if they want to you know stay ranked but uh, I don't see that happening. Freeze will beat them by fifty today.
4: Give me Liberty, big. Um, I'll I'll take Western Carolina. That's just a lot of points. I I, yeah. I guess um, first game of the year uh, definitely should be healthy at this <laughs> point. You're not dealing with a lot of injuries. Uh, aren't banged up? Uh, not not very often you can say that. Sitting here in the middle of November, so I guess I'll take them to cover. Kind of just eh, why not?
1: Thirty-two points is a lot for anybody. Well, look yeah, at we
2: Garter well, Hey, look at Garter Webb. They had a cancel against so Charlotte. Yeah, <laughs> but
3: uh, I think Liberty. I uh, I will also take a uh, take Liberty. Um, even though it's a lot, I think you know, Hugh Freeze got him rolling, so I'm gonna take Liberty.
1: What do you think, Wes? Oh, Liberty,
0: big Liberty's gonna. I mean, Hugh Freeze is gonna run the points up on them.
1: Okay. Seven and O Coastal. He's gotta Cre- do
2: something. Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> yeah. Seven and and0 Coastal Carolina favored by ten and a half at four and three Troy.
2: Oh uh, the way, that game's canceled. By the way. Oh, yep. it's canceled. Okay. Yep. Yeah. Never yep.
0: mind. Scratch that one off the list. Although
2: mm. I'll pick, I'll pick Coastal though. Oh yeah, the Santa Claire's
3: all day. Question with that is I heard somewhere uh, is Coastal Carolina is they on a, are they on a collision course with Liberty? Eventually, will they have to? Will they play? Are they on the schedule?
0: No, I think it's App State that they're on. The-
3: Is
4: it App State? Okay, Coastal Carolina Liberty Saint Independent.
3: Okay, okay, I didn't know if they were okay.
4: be, no-
0: and that's going to be a heck of a matchup between Coastal and App. That that's that that's going to be a battle.
1: No line for this game. Uh, but zero Illinois- three Illinois at one and two Rutgers. Uh, I like Rutgers in that game. I just think it'll be too much for Illinois Rutgers. You know, they, they got beat pretty bad by Ohio state last week, but they were able to move the ball on Ohio state. I think though, I don't think Illinois will be able to stop Rutgers at all. Yeah. I mean, when you look at Rutgers, of course, Greg
0: Schiano's is back. Uh, their Scarlet Knight is what I call him is back. Um, if you look at Rutgers last week, they scored what? 27 points on Ohio state. I think that's the most any big Ten team scored this season. Uh, Illinois, man, of course, from what I've heard, uh, just listening to different radio stations, not Sports 56. Sorry, Drew. <laughs> uh, and also, let John know I plugged your show. Um, also, uh, but Illinois is just—they're—they're—they're they're, they're not good, man. Lovey Smith's having problems big time in Illinois right now. Give me, give me Rutgers uh, by seven, ten, something like that.
4: If if it's a pick'em game, I guess I'll definitely. And I never thought that these words would come out of my mouth, especially the last. Four or five years at Rutgers, but I'll take Rutgers to win <laughs> the game. <laughs> the fact of saying that is weird.
1: It doesn't yeah, it feel is. right.
2: No, it did. Yeah,
1: right. Rutgers. Rutgers. Three and four South Alabama at six and one Louisiana Lafayette. The line 15 and a half Louisiana Lafayette is favored there. Uh, I like uh, that's kind of a lot. Uh, I like South. Alabama to cover that but they're going to come up short today.
0: Oh, AJ, you weren't going to pick Illinois in the
1: last game, right?
3: No, 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 definitely take oh, it. Oh right. my,
0: yeah, my bad. Yeah. Oh, you good. <laughs> good. I yeah, mean, I, I, I was I'm like, bad. all right, he may jump out on that limb."
3: Yeah, but, yeah. <laughs> snap if you no, get no, on it. No. I'm not down on that hill yet.
0: <laughs> uh, give me uh give me Louisiana to cover in this game. Uh, I'll take the uh Ravens
4: What's what was the line on this one again? 15 oh, and a
2: half.
4: 15 and a half why uh, South Alabama definitely is a lot better of a team than uh what we saw down in Mobile uh last year when the Tigers just curve stomped them. Yeah. Uh I think Ula La is just too good. Give me huh. Louisiana Lafayette.
0: Ooh-la-la. I like that. Yep. <laughs> that's what they call them down there.
4: Yeah.
3: I will uh I will also take Louisiana Lafayette. Give me give me them. Um what you the line was seventeen seventeen and a half, you said? 15 and 15 and half. 15 and a half. Yeah it's that's a lot, but I'll I'll still take them.
2: I'm gonna take good old Bill Napier also in LaFayette. He's a good, he's a heck of a coach.
1: Mm-hmm. All right, two and one Fresno State favored by ten at zero and three Utah State. I like the Bulldogs there to cover. Um, I don't think they'll win, but I think they'll cover that that spread at Utah State.
0: Utah State's an absolute chat show right now. Uh, Give me
1: Fresno State. Actually, they're yeah, they're favored. Yeah, that's right.
4: Yeah, uh, I think we'll probably have a complete sweep on this one. I'm going to take Fresno State. Same here. They fight Utah State. Fight
2: their coach.
1: They're they're dumpster fire right now. Yeah, they're not good. I'll uh, I'll Fresno State too. Three and three Georgia State at five and one Appalachian State. Appalachian State favored by 18. Uh, I think that's a lot. I mean, I know App State's good. I just think Georgia State will cover. But give, App State will win by two touchdowns at least.
2: Uh, I'll go first, Les. I'll take App State.
3: I'll go second. I'll take Georgia State. Mm-hmm. <laughs>
2: oh,
0: gosh. Give me App State. I
4: Yeah, give me App State. Uh, I'm with you. I'll take the Mountaineers just just because I actually know what they have a lot better. Yeah, <laughs> keeping up with Georgia. I, I, I'm sorry. Exactly. I have, I'm exactly. Up. Georgia State so with I, Tennessee. Georgia State, last uh, year. Panthers, right? The, the Panthers. Georgia State yeah. Panthers. Yeah. I have yeah. not been keeping up uh, all that well with the Panther football program. <laughs> uh, last time I actually watched the game was when they beat Tennessee last year. Um, so I'll take App State because at least I'm, I'm I know that team somewhat.
1: <laughs> okay. Three and three UTEP at four and four UTSA. Uh there's no line for that game. What do you guys think? I think um, I think UTSA covers or wins there.
0: Still a line of six and a half uh UTSA. Um give me the minors. Give me, give me UTEP. What? <laughs>
4: <laughs> <laughs> Bold move, Cotton. Let's see if it works out for him. Yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> Bold move, Cotton. Go ahead, Drew.
4: Uh, I'll take the Roadrunners in this one at UTSA. Uh, just way better than, than UTEP. UTEP <laughs> hasn't been good in football for a long time, and I still <laughs> don't think they are. No.
1: Not West, since
0: West, Mike, West, Mike, Mike, West. Mike Price, I guess,
4: was the last yeah. time they
1: were decent?
2: Yeah.
1: All right. Uh, two and five Louisville at two and four Virginia.
2: Hang on with that, Chris. i think UTSA also. Okay. I knew you were going to take them based on the, your reaction to my Utah
3: Yeah, I'll take uh, I'll take UTSA also.
1: <laughs> two and five, Louisville at two and four, Virginia. That's line there. Three three and a half, uh, Virginia favored. Uh, I like Louisville to just to just to win this game, flat out win this game at Virginia.
0: Uh, as a Tiger fan, we're not supposed to pick Louisville, but I can't stand Bronco Mendenhall because of him being a BYU coach when we beat him in the Miami Bowl. get <laughs> to Louisville.
4: Um, I'll take Bronco Mendenhall. I think he's got a decent team in Virginia. Slowly turning that program around, done a good, really good job the last few years. Um, and Louisville's too up and down, way too roller coastery for me. And it feels like they spend more time at the bottom of the hill than they do at the top. So I'll take Virginia. <laughs> Where is uh where was it at again? Is that it's at Virginia? It's at Virginia, yeah. Okay, give me give me Virginia.
3: Not picking Louisville. Mm-hmm. Ever.
2: Guess I gotta agree with the other guys. Wes, I'm sorry. I mean you
0: can <laughs> you can form your own opinion, John. Yeah. <laughs> have...
1: It's okay, John. It's somebody else. <laughs> hey,
2: I gotta go to Virginia, they're at home. Almost too much okay.
1: Undefeated Notre Dame goes to Boston College who's five and three, the line there, 11 and a half. I'm going to probably be the only one to say this, but I think Boston College upsets Notre Dame today. I'm, I'm going out on a limb. All right.
3: Coming down off the high. They're going to –
1: I think that this is that game that they're going to lose. Notre Dame typically loses a game that they shouldn't, and I I can see this being that game. Christian,
0: let me take you back to the year 1993. <laughs> Florida State was number one, if I remember correctly, uh, in the country, taking on number two, Notre Dame, coached by uh, Lou Holt. Um, (laughs) Notre Dame uh, beating Florida State. Well, the next week they traveled to Boston College to take on Boston College and got beat. Uh, I just think this has been too hyped up. Too many people have talked about 93. Uh, I think if you look at Brian Kelly, he's a hell of a football coach. I'm yeah. sure they got this posted everywhere. Every meeting they walk into, I'm sure they're hearing about it. I think Notre Dame's going to get this win, and I think Notre Dame will win by more than the spread.
4: Okay. Uh, I, I'm with you on this on this one, Wes. Uh, definitely a great helmet matchup. I mean, just a, the classic good good bear mm-hmm. looks. Uh, but I'm going to go with the Golden Dummers uh, on this one in Notre Dame. Uh, I think why BC had a great game against against Clemson, they pulled out all the stops. They, they didn't hide anything. They, they exposed everything that they possibly can do in that game to try to win it. And I think Notre Dame is just too good of a team. Uh, so I'll take the Irish.
3: Uh, I will also, uh, I'm going to take Notre Dame, um, kind of like you said, I think it's just, I think Brian Kelly is too good of a football coach, and he's been around too long to let his team um, come down off that high and, and, and not play well. Um, and yeah, I mean, kind of even how we started the show with the spicy. I mean, Brian Kelly, that that yeah, he's I don't, he's he's got it going. So I'm gonna say
0: Notre Dame.
2: I'm gonna go with Notre Dame, 450 total yards, 250 rushing, 200 mm-hmm. passing.
0: When did they become <laughs> Central
4: Florida, John? <laughs> I'm gonna mm-hmm. take that to the bank, John. All right. I'm headed. Yeah. I'm headed to Tutica right now. I'm putting the house <laughs> on. Yeah. So I don't have a don't, home tomorrow,
2: don't I'm doing it. you. If you're that then you're do that it. confident. <laughs> I'm already waiting for you. You didn't bet on that game.
1: Interesting game here. 1-0 Man, USC at 0-0 Arizona. I'm not seeing a line for that game. Uh, USC with a close win last week against Arizona State. They basically had to pull one out of the hat last week. Um, I believe they'll get Arizona's best shot here in their first game, and I think they'll have to really uh battle to win this game. Give me uh Arizona to win though. Wow. Wow, right. All
0: righty. Um, not talking crap about your pick, but it's a bad pick. Um, <laughs> all right, it's a 14 and a half point line for USC. So you are starting the game down fourteen nothing, Mr. Arizona Pick. Um, give me, give me USC. I think if you look at uh, what's the guy's name, Caden Slovis, uh, the quarterback. No. Uh, I can sling it everywhere. Of course, you got Clay Helton there with a little uh, Memphis connection, and Kevin Sumlin is uh, speaking of spicy. Uh, I think if there's any seat that's hot, his hot his seat is in Fuego right now at Arizona. Uh, give me USC
4: uh, by twenty-one. Uh, I'm gonna go with the Trojans here as well. Uh, Clay Helton definitely needs this win. He needs a really good year. Um, he needs to be as close to six and zero as he possibly can be. If that's six and zero, five and one, I think if he goes four and two, USC even in this COVID nineteen type of year will find a reason, find a way to basically get him out of that head coaching job. I mean, they they. Done everything they possibly can, uh, basically forced him to hire, hire different guys around him. Um, basically forced him to basically hire some um, uh potential replacements there in Los Angeles for the USC Trogan. So for Clay Helton to keep his job, he's gotta he's gotta win. He's gotta win big. So I'll take USC. I will,
3: uh, I will say that USC uh I will say USC wins, but does not cover the 14 and a half.
2: Fight
1: on. Fight on. <laughs> Fight on. One and Colorado at 0-1 Stanford. The Stanford favored by eight and a half. Uh, Stanford, in my opinion, disappointing loss last week. I, you know, I thought they had a chance at beating Oregon, but was all, held to 14 points last week at Austin Stadium. I believe they will come back and um win this game, and they'll, they'll cover the eight and a half.
0: Be honest, uh, I was asleep during the Stanford Oregon Oregon game last week, and I really don't know much about either one of these teams. Uh give me the buffs, man. Give me uh give me Colorado to get the win on the road today.
4: Uh this is one of those coin toss games, just kind of like what you said. Didn't did haven't really watched a lot of Pac-12 football because one, it's only been around uh one week and not really sure what these teams kind of look like. It was a coin toss game, it came up head, so that's Stanford. What was the what was the line on it?
1: Eight and a half. For uh who? For uh Stanford, actually. Stanford.
3: Uh and it's at Stanford. Let me I'll get Colorado. Let me take Colorado. Okay.
2: No, I'll take Colorado to cover as well.
1: All righty. One and six South Florida at two and three Houston. Uh West, if you can tell me the line there. I didn't see one on my uh, app. But I got South Florida winning uh winning that game outright in an upset. I know they're one and six, but we saw what they're capable of last week. Almost beating Memphis. Who would expect that? But Man, uh, easy, easy, easy. It's still it's still
0: fresh from my heart. On. <laughs> hey, y'all won though, <laughs> at
1: least. <laughs> uh, and you were and uh Jonathan was there. I bet that was an exciting game to be at. But yeah, I lived three minutes to go to the game though. You oh. left.
2: You're not going to say that on
4: live Facebook, John. I stayed. I was there and I stayed the whole time. Now did I almost start crying with five minutes left to go when we we're down by thirteen? Yes, I did. But guess what? John, I stayed because I don't pay for a full ticket and only get three quarters of the product. You stay the end thank of the game for so the all heroes. That is not a good friend. What were you trying to do? Beat traffic? There's less than ten thousand people there. How much traffic?
0: Oh, he needed a head start on please, finding please, the vehicle. Please, please, don't get it started on traffic, you Drew. Have to find the vehicle. It took this man thirty-five minutes to park at Liberty Bowl Stadium last week. How? It, it's not that hard.
2: There's not even. I didn't drive. Oh yeah, you didn't drive.
0: So that's that's your excuse. You didn't drive. My lord, you've been going there since you were a fetus, John. You should know where to park. <laughs> um, give me Houston uh, I just I love the visor with the stringy mullet I just uh-huh. I everything about it man Daniel Holgerson people talk you can say what you want about him I like him he's a good football coach uh, give me Houston uh, South Florida uh, while they were impressive last week uh, I think they'll uh, lose today at Houston give me Houston by 14 I think they'll cover
4: Um, I- I'm with you I Wow, I don't really respect Dana Holgerson, especially what he did to a lot of those seniors last year, uh, basically banking on Derek King to come back and basically just giving up. And while that was a really crappy move to do, I still think he is a good coach, Um, as long as he has respect to those players. And, you know, we don't, I I don't have any, you know, personal connection with anybody at Houston. I don't know what (laughs) they're talking in that locker room, but. If he still has their respect and their trust, I think Houston is still a pretty talented team, got a great quarterback in tunes. Uh, so I'll take the Cougars to win. Yeah,
2: I'd definitely take Houston. Yeah, I think uh... – I mean, the key, in my opinion, was also going to be South Florida's quarterback in that game as well. Because, you know, we put pressure on him last week as well. And he was we were able to control him pretty good. But I think South Florida is about three years away from – a you know, turning that team around with the new head football coach, who I think Jeff Scott is going to be definitely one of the top coaches in the AAC next couple of years.
3: Yeah, I think uh, I will also take Houston. uh, South Florida, I think last week was more a tale on Memphis. Um, I I don't know. I just, Memphis has not been playing well to me. Um, We don't memphis no i I love memphis everything i
0: got you (laughs) do understand you're like less than a subway foot long away from drew like he can easily smack you yeah
3: (laughs) yeah it's just i i I don't know so i'm gonna take i'm gonna take houston all right
2: that's fine (laughs) yeah (laughs) all right one and
1: eight texas state at five and two georgia southern Georgia Southern favored by 10 and a half. I like Georgia, Georgia Southern to cover uh 1 in 8 Texas State. Um that's a lot of losses especially in a in a COVID year, but at Georgia State, 10 and a half, yeah, give me the the Eagles there. Georgia, hey, Georgia. Southern. Yeah, Georgia yeah. Southern. Oh, man. Georgia
4: Southern, Drew? Yeah. Uh is Brady McBride to the quarterback at Texas State? I don't yeah. think it matters in this one. <laughs> I guess I'll I'll escape the Memphis connection. Going, I'll, I'll roll with Brady McBride. I've done it a couple of times this year, and it's always hurt me. So four times the uh, four times the charm, I guess. All righty. I got the Eagles. Yeah, I'll go. Uh,
2: I'll, I'll go
3: Texas State. Uh, I can safely say I've not seen these teams play at all. I, I have no idea. Yeah, just, me either. Texas State. Sounds good.
1: Okay, two and five Southern miss at two and six Western Kentucky. Western Kentucky favored by seven and a half. Uh once again, not don't know much about these teams, but uh give me Western Kentucky at home to cover the seven and a half. Um should be a close game. I think Western Kentucky covers there. Uh give me
0: the Golden Eagles. Uh, they've gone through pure hell when it comes to football coaches this year. They're now, they're now on their third one. Uh, I like Southern Miss. I, I, I just like them. I always have, always will. Uh, great place to go watch a college football game down on the Rock in Hattiesburg. Uh, give me the golden Eagles in this one. Which character?
4: Uh, I think there's just too much turmoil, like you said, at the coaching position. Been on their third one this year, fourth in the last two years. Uh, just not enough consistency there for me um I'll, I'll take Western Kentucky I'm not happy about it and I'm not really that confident about it, but I'll take it.
2: I see it being like a 23 to 15 type ball game Western Kentucky
3: I will uh at Western Kentucky I'll take them um hey Western Kentucky always surprised me. I don't think I'll ever pick against them mm-hmm. so that's what we're doing.
2: I like their mascot.
3: <laughs>
2: it's a little topper.
1: A hill to- What is a hill talker? It's a big What is head. a bear
2: cat?
0: There's I have so many questions for these mascots. Anyway, <laughs> um, go ahead, Christian.
1: One and four Baylor, favored by one and a half at two and three, Texas Tech. You know, that'll probably be a high scoring game. Uh give me the Bears there to cover that at Texas Tech. I know that's a little going a little bit out on a limb there, but I like Baylor to um to surprise. Some people, and I think they'll get. I think they'll get their season turned around. I think I know they're one and four, but they've had kind of a tough schedule. I think they'll start trending upward to today at Texas Tech. Uh, first of Um, basically,
2: I'm gonna pick Baylor and pick
4: the over in that game as well. Well, it's Big Twelve football. Pretty, pretty <laughs> obvious always to take the over. <laughs>
0: Yeah, defense is not even optional. Like, I right. don't even really know why they hire defensive coordinators because it's really <laughs> Uh Give me
2: um,
0: – man, that's another coach that's on a hot season, that Texas Tech coach. Uh, give me Dave Aranda and the Baylor Bears, man. I, I like Dave Aranda, what he's doing uh, down at uh, Baylor. Uh, give me Baylor. Do um, you want to go first you
4: haven't gone yet? Uh,
3: yeah, I'll, I'll say uh, give me Texas Tech, you know, West Virginia beat Baylor. Texas Tech beat
4: West Virginia. It's at Texas Tech. Give me give me Tech. I am with him. Um, I haven't gotten to see Baylor play a lot, but I have seen a couple of Texas Tech games. Um, you know, obviously went into over overtime or right there down to the wire with Texas. Yeah, overtime. Um earlier this year. I Think they've got the talent uh to to pull it off. So I'll take the I'll take the Raiders.
1: There it is. Okay. Is that everybody? Yep. Uh-huh. Two and one Hawaii at two and one San Diego state, Uh, San Diego state, the Aztecs favored by nine and a half. Uh, I like Hawaii to cover that. And I like them to win. I like the rainbow warriors. It's hard for me to ever pick against Hawaii. I just like what they, uh, what they do there. They're always a exciting team. They always have a good offense. I mean, give me, give me Hawaii.
0: Really great Christian. Uh, When you look at, Todd Graham's down in Hawaii. Uh, always been a big Todd Graham fan. Uh, just always liked his work, whether it's Tulsa, Arizona State, wherever he's been. Uh, give me Todd Graham and the uh, Fighting Hawaii Rainbows.
4: Yeah, Todd Graham. Uh, well, it hasn't always worked out uh, for him at, at previous stops. Uh, I think we can all agree he's a decent coach. Definitely deserved uh, another shot uh, at Hawaii. Uh, I'm, I'm going to take uh, San Diego State just due to the fact that I, I know if there is a program out there that is used to long travel, it, it's Hawaii. Uh, but I'm going to take San Diego State. They've always had a really good running game, uh, ground and pound type of uh, offense, so I'll take the Aztecs. Yeah,
2: I'm going to have to agree with Drew on this one. Too much travel so far this year with uh, Hawaii. Although I didn't Hawaii. they're
4: having to play every game on the road this year too. So
3: yeah. Well, if uh, if John went San Diego State,
4: give me Hawaii. <laughs> good pick. It's actually pronounced Hawaii. Uh, okay. <laughs> yeah, I picked Hawaii I last
0: week. That's
2: good enough for me. Okay. <laughs> yeah, you did pick Hawaii
0: last week, John.
1: <laughs> this might be one of the bigger bigger games of the day in the Big uh, Big Ten. Three and 0 Northwestern. Uh, favored by three at 2-0 Purdue. I think Northwestern covers that game and wins on the road. It'll be a very close game. I think it will be high scoring. Um, you know, Purdue has been impressive this year, so I can definitely see me being wrong on that, on that pick, but I'm going to say Northwestern covers the spread there on the road. Uh, I mean, when you look at,
0: Northwestern, of course, I, I don't think they've given up a single point second half uh, this yeah. season at all. Uh, J- uh, Fitzgerald's done an amazing job at Penn State. Uh, if you look at his just his coordinators are just great hires all the way around. Uh, Ramsey uh, is, is playing pretty well. Uh, but if you look at this Purdue team, I, I think this is going to be a surprise for the day. I, I think Purdue's going to win this game and win it uh, fairly handedly. Uh, if you look at uh, that receiver they got, Bell, uh, at Purdue, uh, that guy's a stud, but I mean, the big question for me is where is Rondell Moore? When is, when is Rondell Moore
1: going to break out
0: stud going to even get on the field and do anything? Uh, give me, uh, give me Purdue in this game.
4: Uh, I'm going to take Northwestern to keep it rolling. Uh, I love what Pat Fitzgerald ha- has done in his long term, uh, there at Northwestern, uh, maybe hasn't been as consistent year to year as he would like, uh, but just like a lot of dif- other programs, academia definitely plays a big part uh, when you're talking about Northwestern football. Guys have to be able to qualify academically. Um, I, I And plus, Jeff, Jeff Brahmi, he's kind of rubbed me the wrong way this off season. I had some really weird and outlandish ideas uh, type of stuff. Basically with that, uh, what was it? A 15 page uh, continuation to play college football paper that uh, you, Either needed a 10-fold uh, hat or 20 college degrees to decipher, uh, it was just quite confusing to me. Um, so I'll take Northwestern just for that reason. Yeah. Hey, Like, right. I'll, uh, I'll,
3: I'll take Purdue, it's at Purdue. Um, yeah, give me Purdue.
2: I won't go with Drew and pick Northwestern.
0: Drew is pounding some cokes back there, too.
2: Yeah. <laughs> no, stay right.
0: I'm not sure if John's drinking a Mountain Dew energy drink. I don't know what he's drinking. He was pounding something earlier. Uh-huh. I should have known. <laughs> no sleep, baby. Uh,
3: John, don't. is your car on? You're not wasting gas. All
0: right. Yeah, no. that's what I was getting ready to say. <laughs> You've been sitting by that tree for like an hour now. <laughs> I'm
2: at the house. Like I said, I'm just parked. Go
0: inside, John. You're at your own home.
2: I'm uh-huh. good.
3: <laughs> Tell, tell
0: Terry to get on. <laughs> yeah. Put your mom on. It was just her birthday. <laughs> okay.
1: Three uh, 0 Nevada Wolf Pack, favored by 17 and a half. O and two, New Mexico. I like Nevada to cover that spread. I know it's a lot. I think they'll go on the road and just blow out the, uh, the Lobos there.
0: John's taking Nevada, obviously, by that howl. Um give me give me the Wolf Pack as well on this one.
4: Uh I am I'm, I'm with y'all uh New Mexico is a terrible team. Uh for one, Nevada's got a really good program out there and plus I, I family ties my my grandfather is a University of Nevada Reno alum. Um so I got to stick with the Wolf Pack on that one. just for family ties.
2: Uh-huh. Who uh mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You stick on time. <laughs> what you got
0: next, Christian? Yeah, we are. Oregon. Oh, oh, hold on, wait wait, 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 Hold on. Hold on. We got oh, spread you on make. that last one? Uh, oh, uh, 17 and a half. And a half. Yeah.
3: Give me Lobos. All That's right. a lot.
2: Yeah. Hey, is New Mexico still got that same coach, uh, Coach Davy?
0: Well, mm-hmm. yeah. oh, I don't. Is, is, is Rob Davy still there?
2: You're up in my head, John. I have no idea. Well,. Oh. <sighs>
0: If he's still there, I'm shocked, John. That guy was there, what yeah. felt like, for years.
2: I'd really to Notre yeah. <laughs> okay. yeah.
1: All right, go ahead. Next guys. one, we got uh, 1-0 Oregon, favored by 10, at Washington State, also 1-0. Uh, I think this will be a really close game. I think it will be pretty low scoring. Uh, uh, give me Washington State there to cover. I think they'll lose, but – uh, I think Oregon. I think Oregon wins by ten. Uh,
0: ducks fly together. Uh, give me, give me Oregon. Uh, I I can't wait to see what jersey combination they come out with, even on the road. Uh, give me the Ducks. Uh, I, I I like what Mario Cristobal is doing there with that program. Uh, I think they could be possibly a sleeper to sneak into if they can get all their games in. That's the question mm-hmm. with the Pac-12. Right. I think if they can get all their games, and I think Oregon's a sleeper team. Mm-hmm. Uh, with a little help needed, but I think Oregon.
4: Uh, every person that picks these games for a living actually puts money down on it, has told me that Washington State is their key underdog pick that they put, if, if they're normally a $50 player, they, they put $250 on it. And all the if if it's been unanimous across the board all week, I, I can't go against it. I'm going to take the Cougars. I'm going to take
2: I'll take Oregon as well.
1: I will. Uh, I will take the Ducks. Why? Quack quack. All righty. Seven and one. <laughs> Why?
2: <laughs> <laughs> it's the Mighty duck reference.
0: Uh-huh. I just think Mario Ball is doing a great job up there at Oregon. Uh, he, he's taking what every coach before him has built, and he's just doing this same thing with it. The guy's a heck of a coach. Uh, I think that was a really good hire by Oregon.
4: Yeah.
1: All right, seven and one SMU at three and one Tulsa. This is surprising Tulsa favored favored by one uh, at home. I think SMU wins that game um, rather handedly. I believe they'll win by two scores at Tulsa. This is
0: a tough one for me man. uh that Tulsa football team are actually a really good team. uh give me. Man, SMU is good, too, though. Um, well, hold on. Before I do this, all right, what is this game, have, as far as Memphis is concerned, are we wanting Tulsa to win this game, or how is this working, Drew?
4: Uh, we want SMU to win this game. Tulsa right now is uh, yeah. undefeated in conference play, and we hope SMU will lose another one down the road to help us out.
0: Okay, but we definitely take-
4: need Tulsa to lose right now.
0: Okay, give me SMU. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh,
4: and-, right.
1: and John's leaving the car.
0: Yeah.
4: John.
2: John.
4: John. he's gone Give me the as well. uh, SMU is starting to fizzle out um, they've had um, a lot of key injuries going back to that Memphis game uh, thus far but just for the Memphis connection and we if we're going to have a shot at sneaking into that second spot we got to get Tulsa to not be undefeated oh, and especially how many cancellations they've already had this year um the opportunity for them to lose two or more uh, is really starting to dwindle. Uh, so I'm going to pick SMU and cross my fingers. Give me, uh, give me SMU
3: because um, I not only do I want them to win, I think they will. I think they'll cover. Um, and also, we had a comment about Bob Smith, uh, Memphis Slim, on the Facebook page. Uh, he, he's a he's a Tennessee fan, so he's a little upset at us. He said, i <laughs> uh, talk some other sports, but he's still mad about Tennessee." So, <laughs> Old Memphis Slim.
0: Well, Bob, there's only one sport right now on this show currently, and that's college football. Now, once basketball season starts, we'll slide over to basketball. Like, <laughs> we're probably still gonna talk bad about Tennessee.
4: <laughs> that's <laughs> right, Memphis Slim.
2: You don't like me, turn it off.
1: Yeah. <laughs> All right.
2: John, Who are you five? Oh. oh I'm <laughs> picking I'm picking the SMU. Yeah, he oh, was so taking the SMU. Cake?
1: Okay, uh, okay. Two and five Florida State at four and three NC State. NC State favored at home or favored to win by 10 and a half at home. I, I think NC State wins that game. I, I'm not impressed with Florida State this year. I don't have any faith that they will they will cover that spread. NC State uh almost beat Miami last week. They should have beat Miami, but uh Miami ended up pulling that one out. So yeah, give me the wolf pack there.
0: Well, let's see. Uh, now, I now know that John's house has not changed in 25 years. <laughs> it's the exact same way it was when I was a kid walking into that house. Um, give me uh, give me NC State in this game. Uh, when it comes to Florida State, uh, don't get me wrong, I, 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 I like Mike Norvell, but it's just he don't have it rolling right now in Tallahassee. Uh, give me NC State to cover this game. Uh, I don't see Florida State pulling it out
4: uh I, I hate to keep agreeing with you west but you're, you're exactly <laughs> right on this one i mean if, if it was for opinion if it course. was 14 and a half then yeah i probably would take mike norvell but yeah. it, nc state's just been a, a really really good team or actual surpriser uh this far in the uh in 2020 year. so i'll take nc state i think they win by about 14 um so i'll take them to cover the 10 and a half
0: if you need a guest picker on your show just holler at me i got <laughs> you <laughs>
2: Go ahead, John. Uh, I'm gonna, you know, North, Florida State had like three players. I get back <laughs> outside. Florida State you, did have. Are you walking, walking down kids.
0: the street, John? What are you doing?
2: <laughs> <laughs> I just <laughs> hey, Linda asked me to get something. AJ, okay. Uh, okay. <laughs> but uh, oh, first yeah, of yeah all, just so leave it on Linda.
3: Why don't you? Hey,
2: <laughs> hey, real quick, Uncle Bobby just sent me a text and said, "Give me a shout out." We just did. We yeah. did. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, Florida State did have three players lead the program this week, I believe. But uh, North Carolina State is too good at home.
3: Yeah, give me North Carolina State also. I don't have any faith in Florida State. Um, they look bad. Uh, I don't yeah, think they're, they're bad. football mm-hmm. team right now. Um, I do have faith in Norville. I think he will get it turned around. But he, he's he got a whole culture and program that's got to just kind of get an overhaul. So.
0: And Christian, you're still good. You're not going to get thrown out of the
1: hotel because you're still in your room. At a actually,
0: to I'm cutting it kind of
1: close. but thought you said a 12. I mean, if you need to, like, walk
0: down – you know, John's walking outside in Bartlett. So, I mean, if you need to walk down to the uh, to the foyer, go ahead.
1: Okay. Uh, I may have to
2: do that, actually.
0: Uh-huh. Well,
2: how many more do oh, we – Hey, be... hey call games? the front desk and get a guest pick. Let's we, go. I We've
0: only got, down. like, five more games left. I feel <laughs> like, right, so, please
1: let me finish this show. <laughs> yeah, just
0: just just uh roll through the games. We can we can go and uh, no other offense. It's fine. Okay,
1: yeah. one and O Wisconsin, uh, four and four and a half. Their favorite at Michigan, one and two. Give me Wisconsin to. Uh, oh, Wisconsin big. I think the quarterback's going back this week. He was out for COVID. This might be the game where Harbaugh, his seat really gets hot. Oh,
0: his 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 seat's hot already. Uh, I think this is going to be the game where somebody just comes by and starts lighting multiple matches around the bottom of it. Uh, give me give me Michigan.
4: Uh, I'm sorry, uh, Wisconsin. I'm going to Wisconsin easy. I'm,
3: a, I'm with Wisconsin also. I want to see, uh, like you said, I think that quarterback should be back. And I don't want the hype to be too big because everybody kind of jumped on it, but I'll take them. I'm
2: to go with the not-so-fast guys the big Michigan. Yes, <laughs> guys. Hey, is that the big house? you got to feel it. <laughs> All right,
0: Christian, keep on moving. I got you on the games. Uh, okay. Temple uh, at one and four, traveling down to the uh, jump house to take on Central Florida and the Golden Knights. Uh, Central Florida, the 25-and-a-half point favorite according to ESPN. Uh, give me uh, – man, give me give me Central Florida in this one. What you got, Christian?
1: Who is it, Central Florida? And- yeah, you can just say Central Florida. Central Florida is going to win, man. <laughs> okay.
4: I uh, Temple to cover easily. That's just way too many points, 25 and a half. They win by about 21, so I slide in on the back door.
3: Yeah, Temple, that, that's, too, that's too many points. Give me Temple to cover that.
2: Hey, uh, Drew, didn't you and Stacy go to the championship game in Orlando?
4: Went both to both of them, yeah, I did. And I hate every single UCF fan in the entire world. So <laughs> real quick, I know we're running short on time. I actually saw uh, two uh, Central Florida students uh, – uh, say F you to a five year old Memphis fan, literally wow. leaned down in his face walking <laughs> by with his dad and went F you at him, but didn't say nice. that. He said the full word. <laughs> wow. Well, thank you yeah, for the, the you uh, heard
2: some good old Bub Gardner and Ryan back in the day, mm-hmm. but uh, yeah, I think you know, Timo's definitely going to put I'm up so a fight in the that. first half. The quarterback and wide receiver plays do impress me. I think Tim will definitely cover. All
0: right. Uh, let's see. Up next, we've got. South Carolina. Speaking of hot seats, uh, South Carolina traveling down to Ox Patch today to take on the uh, Ole Miss Landshark, Shark Bear Rebel, whatever they are down there. Uh, <laughs> both, teams, both teams are two and four. Uh, Ole Miss comes in as a thirteen point favorite. Uh, of course, we know the lane train's rolling down there in Oxford right now. Uh, give me, uh, give me Ole Miss. I, I just don't think South Carolina's uh, got it, got it this year. I think this will be the last year we see Will Muschamp as the head coach for the Gamecocks.
4: Uh, give me, uh, give me Ole Miss to cover. Yeah, hey, I'm with you. I'll jump on the lane train for this one. There he is. Hey buddy.
3: I will. Uh, I will also hop on Ole Miss for this one. Um, at first, I wasn't going to go with them, but that that seems like a lot of points. But South Carolina is not good.
2: Somebody's in the house, looks like.
3: My roommate walked in. Sorry. Don't string,
0: Bean. What's going on? <laughs> <laughs> All right, go ahead, John.
2: But, uh yeah, the, I can't believe that over and under for that game is 72, by the way. And, you know, I'm definitely thinking that Q Freeze is going to say screw the contract <laughs> in the mm-hmm. long run and go to Carolina next year and be their next football coach. Bold prediction I really there, buddy. Uh, but uh, – John, you need to get back in time. That... I got Lane training in Ole Miss by 25.
0: John, I'm going to need you to get back inside. The uh, the the sun is melting your brain right now. I don't <laughs> think Hugh Freeze is going to go to South Carolina. Maybe. Who knows? I think ahead, I, took who you before I did that. <laughs> but Ole Miss will win
2: that point. All
0: right. Christian, you taking Ole Miss or uh, South Carolina? Yeah,
1: I, I like Ole Miss. Uh, I think it'll be a high-scoring Ole Miss. I'm going to give up some points today, but – Give me the rebels to win. I don't think they'll cover the ten point spread, though. I think it'll be pretty close, actually. Uh, oh, give me the give me the rebels though.
0: All right, he's taking the, the land sharks.
1: Uh, up next, we've
0: got uh, well, San Jose State, UNLV, San Jose State. Everybody agrees, San Jose
4: State. San Jose Sorry, State? I'm on board. Yeah, let's do yeah, okay. this. Right, cool. yeah, exactly.
0: <laughs> no, not me.
2: No, you're taking 0-3 so UNLV? Yeah, because they're playing in the nice stadium with the majors. That's why you're picking them,
0: because of the stadium they're playing in. Not because they're a better football team, <laughs> Just because, because of the stadium.
2: Yeah, they a play with the majors play. Hell yeah, I'm picking them.
0: I, hell yeah, you're picking them. All right, he's aggressive. All right, got to
2: start John, hey, John Groot is going to help them out. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I I think I think he's got uh Denver to worry about tomorrow. Uh, tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, uh, Now I'm in next, the car. Oh Lord! All right, up next we've got uh Washington 0 and 0 taking on a Oregon State 0 and 1 Beaver team. Uh, I picked Oregon State last week. Uh, I should not have done that. Um, give me. Give me Oregon State this week too. Oh,
4: okay. <laughs> All right, he wants he wants to follow up stupidity with more Yeah, exactly. Give me one. Yeah, yeah. Man, we'll try it a
0: second week in a row.
4: they
0: kind of like my uh, my uh, version of uh, Texas State for you. Okay,
4: yeah. Fool me once, shame on you. Fool me twice, shame on you again. Uh, I think Oregon State's one of the worst uh, Power Five programs uh, in the country. I think they should be uh, delegated down to the WAC or even further down to uh, F- uh, FCS and get bring in North Dakota State and into the Pac-12 because Oregon State, outside of baseball, really offers nothing. Um, so I'll take Washington. Give me Washington
3: also.
0: <laughs> John, go ahead.
2: The Huskies and their coach. Yep. Mm-hmm.
1: Christian, you taking
2: Washington? Yeah. Yeah, give me uh, give me the Washington there. The hey, Christian, go, go ask the front desk person who they got.
0: <laughs> no, let's not. Come on now. He he was already they might, they might late leaving his office. room. Exactly. They were already getting ready to call hotel security on him. Um, <laughs> Guys, this week we had a lot of games canceled, as we talked about earlier. I mean, just kind of as the week that could have been, I think this would have been a really good week of college football. Uh, give me a game that you wish was not canceled that you could see this
4: week. Um, I will. I'll, I'll stay uh, kind of locally in the SEC. Um, I kind of wanted to see, and I, I wanted to see A and M. And Tennessee. I know Tennessee has been bad. Uh, and AM is, is slowly but surely starting to become the AM that we all thought. Um, but this was the game that I, I thought AM probably could have could have stumped their toe at. Uh AM always does uh AM things. They all we always overhype. We we've we've done it for the last four years with Kellen Mon, thinking that he's finally going to break out, be that uh be that type of guy, you know, Jimbo Fisher getting paid all that money. Uh, still does AM things like Kevin Sumlin did before him. Um, so I was really interested to see if this was going to be the week where AM becomes AM uh, like they always have been. Um, and honestly, if, if AM didn't, it would have just been nice to see Garantano throw seven, seven, <laughs> six, four, four of for them back to the house and Kellen on, throw for 500 yards and Eric Gray have to run for 90 yards on 300 carries. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
3: yeah. I was, uh, I mean, I was really looking forward to the uh, Gardner Webb at Charlotte
0: game. <laughs> uh, no, <I'm> just kidding. <laughs> I knew he was joking uh, when he said that. Uh, I was trying no. to find the game on the schedule. I didn't even see him. On.
3: <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I mean, Memphis at Navy obviously uh, would have wanted to see it, so we can't not say that. Um, but then Ohio State at Maryland, I thought that would have been, yeah, kind of kind of cool to
0: see. Yeah, that's that. That was my game for the week. Was uh, Ohio State Maryland. Uh, I'm really impressed with what Loxley's doing in Maryland. Of course, he's got Tua Junior, little Tua as I call him, um, that's slinging the ball all over the yard. Uh, that Maryland team is a team that I think in the Big Ten uh, you got to look out for in, 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 in the years coming up. Uh, John, we know John. You don't you you hate you're
2: missing the Missouri Georgia game. Go ahead and tell us about it. <laughs> Hey, in a way that could have been a good game, to be honest with you, I really do think that would have been a good game to watch because Missouri's been doing pretty well in offense with their new coach. They've kind of proved me wrong in my off-season picks. I thought Missouri probably would have been like three and seven overall going into this year. But mm-hmm. Missouri's done pretty well in their new coach. And, uh, of course, you know, Georgia still doesn't have a quarterback, in my opinion, but I think – I don't even know what – I wish we could get a little bit more in detail what's really going on with Daniels because is he not a hundred percent? Is he scared to play or, you know, or whatnot? Yeah, uh, the problem with
0: Georgia is they don't have a quarterback. Uh, they put a lot of hype in Jamie Newman, who I thought was going to be an amazing quarterback for Kirby Smart. Uh, in my opinion, John, and this is not, you're not going to like this. I think that Kirby Smart's got an issue. uh yeah. I, There's a reason that Jamie Newman didn't play. There's a reason that Justin Fields left last year. There's a reason that uh, JT Daniels, we haven't seen him. Something's going on internally. Uh, It's just my opinion. I could be wrong. Um, But I think Kirby Smart's got an issue at Georgia, and I I don't know that it's a good issue to have.
1: No. Would
4: you all agree, Drew and AJ? Uh, I would agree and I I just think that the entire Georgia uh, fan base should really write a thank you letter to the ATO chapter at at Georgia for allowing their recruitment chair and Sam Benton the fourth to to play quarterback because that's what that name sounds like (laughs) they just bar they went to the local frat houses and the first person that could throw a ball 30 plus (laughs) yards they decided to put a helmet on and put them under center so uh, definitely write him a thank you letter if you're a Georgia fan out there (laughs)
0: Uh, but guys, thank you very, 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 very much for being on our show today. Uh, we had a great time talking with you guys. Uh, if you guys want to be back on again uh, in in the upcoming future, please let us know. Uh, from one podcast to another, thank you very much for being on the show today, guys.
4: Hey, we appreciate it. Thanks, y'all. Have a great day. Go Tigers! And I'll uh, be watching the Masters. <laughs> hey,
2: real quick, I just got a message from somebody. Who is our uh, y'all's Masters picks?
4: Um. I uh, will go first. I I picked him before the tournament started. I think he's in really good position at minus 5 going into Saturday. Uh I'll stick with my guns. I'll keep going with Brooks Kepka.
3: I'm going to say uh in only 2020 fashion, yeah, uh, don't you don't Patrick you. Reed's uh, just going to put on another green jacket. So
0: no. <laughs> Uh and, and this is probably a not very surprising pick. Give me Tiger Woods to uh There we go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> I mean, as of this morning, I believe Tiger Woods was sitting at five under. The leader was five, at yep. nine. So uh, I mean, you know, Tigers, Tiger's a very um a, a very great. I mean, obviously he's a great golfer, uh, great just mental uh golfer. You know, I mean he just puts that last shot behind him. Give me Tiger Woods to take it tomorrow, guys. All
2: Tiger. Right. Tiger. Yeah. I'm going Dustin Johnson. Good pick. Good pick. First mark you made all day. Good job.
0: <laughs> but uh, Drew and uh, AJ, thank you guys for very much for being on the show. Uh, we're gonna uh, we're gonna kick you guys off for now. <laughs> yeah. yeah, happy Gilmore. Yeah. Except the rest of our show. But thank you guys very much for once again for being on the show. Hey,
2: Actually, appreciate it.
0: Appreciate you guys. Later. He just gotta study. <laughs> all right, fans. Uh, we had a great time with um, with. AJ, and Drew. Uh, but now it's time to get to our version of who's hot, who's not, and who is spicy, and who is icy. So, John... Well, hang on. Your other West Pruitt guy left. Oh, where'd he go? Hold on. Christian, you left. I don't know where Christian went. Hold on. Did the phone die? I don't know. Um, But... John, give me your team for this week or give me a hot team and give me a team who's not.
2: (sighs) I still think my not good team right now is the Duke Blue Devils. You know, I know we talked about Duke in the past, but they've just been up and down all year. I think this is the year that David Cucliffe finally steps away from the, you know, college football ranks. And this is just time for a change at Duke. I really do. I think, I mean, their offense has been up and down all year, and that's where you got to basically convert on third downs like we talked about all year. And yeah. Duke has definitely been struggling on the third down conversions in this year in general. I mean, yeah, it's a COVID year, but, you know, I'm just not seeing Duke only win two games up to this point. I'm used to seeing them like be like five and two or six and – you know, four and two or something like similar to that. Right. Right. Give me a team who's hot, John. I'm just, I'm going to go – well, who's your – uh, no, I see him again? No, I haven't done mine oh, yet. Yeah. Here, give me your hot or not,
0: and then, and then I'll
2: do mine. Okay, I'm sorry about that. Um, but I'm going to go with the Marshall Thundering Herd as my hot one right now because I think Doc Holliday – that is his name, right? Yeah. Yeah. But uh, Coach Holiday, you know, he might be a little bit old, but, you know, he's – no matter what, the last couple of years, they are always competing with the Conference USA Championship on the line. And they're always, you know, playing hard for the coach. And they're always, like right now, they're undefeated for a reason. And they're probably gonna compete again with the Conference USA Championship, either against maybe like UAB or something similar to that. Yeah, I completely agree. Uh,
0: my team who's hot right now is Liberty. Uh, you look at the, at the Liberty Flames, they're 6-0 and in the season. Hugh Freeze has got them ranked in the top 25, uh, number 22 in the country. Um, they take they they play a Western Carolina team today that I, I think they're just gonna annihilate. Uh, I think Hugh Freeze is definitely on the uh, uh, he's definitely on the uh, upscale. Uh he just signed a contract extension with Liberty as well. Uh so I'm very happy to see Hugh Freeze succeeding at Liberty like he is. Uh my team, who is not, uh give me the Michigan Wolverines. Uh right now, it's a complete dumpster fire right now in Ann Arbor. Uh, if you look at Jim Harbaugh, they got a game tonight against. Content, as we talked about on the show. And, and I, I think if Jim Hallbar does not win today, uh, it'll be his job. I think he'll be gone. Um, I think they'll announce something within the next two weeks if he loses today. Uh, as far as my spicy and icy, of course, the spicy coach is the coach that's got the hot seat. The icy coach is the coach that's not as hot anymore. Uh, you know, Drew, on the show, mentioned earlier, uh, Justin Fuente, uh, just to give you a score update, Virginia Tech is actually up 7-0 on Miami right now, Uh, just had a 52-yard run, touchdown run by the quarterback on a little uh, read option play, Uh, and I I agree with Drew when it comes to uh, Justin Fuente. Um, I think Fuente is a good coach, as we know, John, but uh, if you look at Fuente last year, you know, he went down to Baylor and, and interviewed for that job. Uh, when the university asked essentially asked him not to. Uh, I think Fuente, like I said, like I have said before, he learned the hard way. It's very hard to take over for a legend. Uh, I think if Fuente loses today, bad against Miami, it's not gonna look good for him at all. Uh, as far as a coach's seat that's not hot at all, uh, I think you got to look at um, the Indiana head coach, Tom Allen. Uh, the guy's done an amazing job at Indiana. Uh, they're undefeated. Right number ten in the country right now. Um, I believe it's, it's either ten or eighteen. But um, I'm really impressed with the job Tom Allen's done at Indiana. Um, give me your spicy and icy,
2: John. What's that?
0: Spicy and icy.
2: Man, those are like some good ones right there that y'all talked about with AJ and Drew, and you know. You pretty much i didn't know this until I, I totally forgot to be honest until this week but it seems like justin Fuerte, like you said um basically loses the game every year to like a one double a or to like a sun Belt or to a conference usa team you know yeah. yeah but uh it happened the last four years but uh man this is just, this is crazy because i don't it's kind of hard but uh it's tough, but uh, yeah, Justin Fuentes is on my list as well. But um, the one that's not on the hot seat?
0: Hmm. hes not on the hot seat.
2: Well, you took my one of them, but I'm gonna go with maybe Ed Orgeron still. You know, I know people are saying, well, LSU has been down, you know, and everything like that. They've had players option out like crazy and basically leave the program due to circumstances and whatnot. But um, and now, or the bottom line is LSU just lost a lot of
0: talent. Yeah, they did. They lost a lot of talent. I think that national championship win gets him, um, gets him a bye this year for sure. And of course, with COVID going on, it's crazy. Uh, you know, they've had guys opt out. They've had guys step away from the program, just like everybody else has. Um, but yeah, uh, you know, I I think Orgeron is 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 a coach that seat should not be hot. Uh, in my opinion, uh, but uh, John, I think it was another great show today. Uh, once again, thank you to AJ Sturtevant and Drew Barrett from the PVB uh, PVJ podcast uh, for being on the show today. I Had a lot of fun with them. Uh, guys, thank you for watching once again. Uh, for John Sturtevant and Christian Johnston, I am Wes Pruitt signing off uh, for this week. Thank you very much, guys. Have a good day.